0: And welcome to the year 2023! What's going on guys? Alex here and let's dedicate the first episode of the year to the mental health, or how to improve the quality of the mental well-being. The subject of mental health is becoming quite popular, especially with the new year when people are deciding to become more healthy, and uh, in the last 10 years the mental health, the question of the mental health has become very popular. And of course, it's very actual for me, as far as you know, because I have been diagnosed with the major depressive disorder. And so, after I was diagnosed, this subject became for me quite an interesting one and quite an actual, because before that I haven't even thought about my mental well-being, like physical health of course, but mental health wasn't so actual in my routine so that's why let's discuss how to improve the mental well-being and here are some of the things which i have understood from the last three four years when i have been diagnosed so the first thing and the most important thing to be honest that's self-care here a quite uh, interesting thing about uh, self-care because Every single person should define what the self-care actually is. So, the the most easiest, the easiest example will be that, uh, let's say, a person wants to change, uh, let's say, your lips. uh, Wants to add some uh, hyaluronic acid, I suppose it's called that way, to the lips in order to enlarge them. And here are, like, two schools. The first school is talking about that if you want to change something, like change something, it's self-care, you should uh, change whatever you'd like. And the second school is that you should accept however you you are, and that's the most healthy way. And so here I can only say that you should choose for yourself whether you suppose that it is correct. So if you don't like something, like you should change it or that you you should accept however you'd like. I have personally, I have understood that for me, It works mostly that if I don't like something, I should be able to change that, and uh, I will change that most probably. But why is the subject of self-care so important? Important it is because the self-care is uh, the most prioritizing thing if you are talking about both physical and mental or emotional health. I have worked, uh, you may know, for over half a year. On paper at least i have worked for 400 hours a month so i have had two full-time jobs and what have i understood i have understood that that's too much not for me only it's too much for i suppose i i think that's too much for anybody because uh 30 hour shifts it's like uh you can manage it for once or twice but uh, after some time you get really tired so simply existing but still the thing here is that I have understood that I should incorporate into my self-care activities, into my daily routine, such things as, for example, exercise, the such thing as uh, hobbies, for example, this podcast, and um, different types of um, leisure activities. Even if it is just uh, a simple laying low somewhere uh, in the apartment and just uh, looking through the TikTok, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. The thing is that I should be able to have. Free time, free time which I can use however I'd like, and of course I'd like to spend it on exercising, I would like to spend it on uh, YouTube, on podcast, I would like to spend some time just simply like lying in bed and enjoying the free time which I have. So self-care is actually quite important, and here of course can be mentioned such thing as for example self in terms of cosmetology, so different types of masks, different types uh, of uh, cosmetic products and so on, so if you are into it, you can incorporate that as well, so whatever feels good, feel free to make it, and I have uh, done pretty much the same thing, so that's why from the 1st of January... (laughs) I suppose that's the only one thing which I have changed, like, from, from the 1st of January. From the 1st of January, year 2023, I have uh, left one of the full-time jobs, and right now I am working full-time at the ambulance and only part-time at the ICU ward. So that's why I suppose I will have more time, more free time, and uh, quite... by the way, I'm considering to either reduce the amount of work and the ambulance or to leave ICU ward for good. So self-care is mostly about things which you enjoy doing, so for example, I enjoy exercising, I enjoy going to the gym, so that's why exercising may be incorporated and should be incorporated and uh, may be seen as a a thing for self-care. But the thing is that I, for example, really hate running indoors, so I really enjoy running when it's, uh, I don't care even if it's raining outside, I enjoy running outside when I can see different uh, streets from the other perspective and so on, but I really hate running indoors, so for me running indoors on a treadmill will be considered not as self-care, but something uh, more like uh, work-related, I think which is needed to be done, like eat that rock and so on. So that's why I consider running outside as a self-care while uh, running indoors on a treadmill I consider it not to be quite self-care because I do not enjoy what I'm doing. So self-care is mostly about free time and what you enjoy really doing. Next thing, which also is uh, quite important for (laughs) quite good uh, emotional and mental well-being and that's setting goals and priorities. I have understood that setting priorities right, that setting priorities straight, and setting up with the goals works as a charm, because before that I was doing, like, in a random order, I was doing... uh, I have done something, like, properly, I I could uh, do something not properly, but uh, I was doing something, I didn't have any straight priorities, and any clear goals, and... uh, it was emotionally quite hard, quite hard to understand to understand where I'm standing right now and where I want to be. So, for example, I was seeing the thing as to get ready for the exam and the university, not as something what will help me to achieve my goal of becoming a doctor and receiving that degree and graduating from the university finally, but I was seeing that only as a goal to, to complete this exam. So I didn't consider exam to be like a, a stepstone, a milestone in order to get something bigger because uh, I was setting these calls pretty low and I didn't, didn't see the clear picture like uh, f- uh, from the outer space, i us say, like. I wasn't uh, seeing that uh, from from another perspective, which could give me a chance to understand where I'm standing. So that's about goals and about priorities. You can you can understand that that's of course that's really important. And because the thing is that not all of the tasks are have same. They are not equally important uh, as one as it is the other. So for example, to go to the gym and. Uh, to study for the final exam which uh, I will have like tomorrow. These tasks are not quite as important, like uh, go- going to the gym, it, it, of course it's important for me personally but it wouldn't have such a big influence on my life in the future as it would have these exams. So, essentially what I'm doing right now, I, uh, I have tried lots of different applications for like to-do lists and so on and so on, but I have understood that the more... Uh, the simpler the to-do list tab is, the simpler the application the simpler the system is the uh, the more easy you can the easier you can incorporate it into your life and so right now i'm using a microsoft to do application it is available both for pc and for like smartphones and uh, uh, laptops uh, tablets so almost everything i have right now and the main idea is that i simply add the things which i would like to do and uh, either at the beginning of the day, uh, so either in the morning or in the afternoon, I am doing the prioritizing. So essentially I am putting uh, all of my to-do tasks, all of the the tasks which I have on the to-do list, in the order which I would like to complete them. So essentially it gives the um, the prioritization to the tasks, it gives uh, me understanding on uh, what should I do next, and I don't have to think what uh, what needed to be done next. Like, should I go to the gym right now, or should I have breakfast? Like, tough choice. But no, uh, because of this prioritization, it makes my life easier, and I can see the goals straight, because as soon as uh, I have understood, for me personally, why I am studying, the subjects which I'm studying, why I'm working, where I'm working, it actually became quite easier to get motivation to do lots of stuff so essentially setting goals and priorities straight and that's one of the crucial tasks for you to do in order to keep the peace in your mind because as soon as uh, you will have everything straight as soon as you will have your goals and priorities straight then you emotionally wouldn't be as stressed because uh, you wouldn't have to make lots of choices every time because you should do it once a day and then you have all of your day planned in the best world, like in the perfect world it should be done for the whole week, for example my father is doing that every, I suppose, Sunday or Monday something like that and he is setting straight all of his week so so the next week is planned already ahead and uh, it actually helps him not to think about what should be done next, and uh, I tried the system, to be honest. It actually it makes me my life more peaceful, but at the same time it's very stressful to plan your week ahead, because uh, for my father he can plan it because nothing uh, there is very little thing which can change for him during the week. For me personally, I can uh, change and rearrange things like the last minute and that's why this type of planning like sort of long term doesn't uh, work for me if we're talking about long term uh, prioritizing and uh, planning ahead uh, for the week for the month it doesn't work for me because uh, everything changes for me very really rapidly and uh, that's why i have stayed with the planning for the next day next thing is uh, also for mental well-being quite important and that's staying connected So, essentially, I have noticed that when I'm feeling, like, really down, when I'm feeling really depressed, I tend to avoid any type of socialization, and uh, by that I also mean, like, uh, answering the calls or messages, and uh, not even thinking about uh, going outside uh, uh, to meet someone. But, at the same time, I have noticed that some type of events, some people, can uh, make me more peaceful and uh, can actually improve my uh, mental well-being, my uh, depressive thoughts, and that's why I try to stay connected to my friends all of the time. At least once a week I I try to text them, I try to meet some of them, um, go to the gym together and so on, because uh, these uh, little amounts of uh, socialization It actually really helps uh, for me to understand what I want in life It helps me to understand comparing myself to other people in a healthy way Uh, It helps me to understand what I am doing Whether I'm going in the direction we where I'd like to go And also it gives me another perspective to view for my life So so having that second opinion is uh, very important for me right now Because uh, I understand that I can see Uh, the thing what I'm doing right now as a very healthy thing like uh, it's very good that I'm working like two full-time jobs but at the same time the people from outside, like uh, my friends, they have another point of view and uh, that's why and they uh, were saying to me like uh, you know, that's kind of crazy, it's not uh, a healthy way to work, it's not a healthy way to exist and uh, it was actually one of the things which uh, make me consider Uh, reducing the amount of work I am doing. Also, one of the things which I can recommend, but uh, I am not into it right now, and that's uh, actually staying connected with others through like volunteering, joining clubs, uh, different organizations, and spending some quality time with other people with uh, who you really enjoy doing something. For that purpose actually works really really good such thing as uh, team sports, so, different times, so, volleyball, football, you name it. Because over there, people are interested in this type of sports, people have something in common, and they can actually spend some quality time with one another, and in most cases, they enjoy one another's company. And that thing makes uh, staying connected quite important because of the existence of the depressive loop. The depressive loop is uh, the thing in time when you're feeling depressed, That's why you avoid socializing, you avoid any type of human contact. By doing that, you feel even worse, because uh, no one needs me, I'm so worthless. You feel more depressed, you try to eliminate any type of uh, social activities from your life, any type of other people, and by doing that you feel even more depressed. So, essentially, the the way how you can avoid uh, getting stuck in the loop is to stay connected with someone, to go and visit some party. Because uh, I was avoiding a lot of parties uh, lately, not only because of the job, but uh, because I was trying to avoid them, because there will be people, and I was like, ah, I don't want to see them. But lately, lately, I've understood that I benefit from these type of events because we are able to share our thoughts, we are able to talk about uh, our lives, about the lives of others, to spend some quality time together, as I said before, and uh, that's why even though I I can feel pretty down sometimes, but at the same time, when I stay connected with the people I enjoy sp- spending time with, by doing that actually uh, lifts my mood and uh, I feel better. So, and the next thing of how to improve your mental well-being, and that's finding meaning and purpose starting from the much greater things, such as uh, finding purpose and meaning for life, so such philosophical terms, and going down to the meaning and purpose of your next hour. It goes hand-in-hand together with uh, such thing as setting goals and priorities, but here it's more more philosophical. So let me explain. The thing is that when uh, you are setting your goals and priorities, you essentially are making a route for you to go, but uh, the question, which uh, is still left um, unanswered, is uh, why you should go over there. So essentially, you make a route and then you keep asking yourself why. Why, Why do I have to go to the university in order to pass a test? Why do I need to pass a test to pass the subject? Why do I need to pass the subject to end the semester? Why do I need to end the semester? and the semester in order to end the year, and the year in order to graduate, to graduate in order to be able to work in my case in medicine, and medical field requires you to graduate with the certain diploma. Sometimes, of course, it uh, can be really hard to find, like, purpose and meaning uh, for your life, especially when you're feeling down, when you're depressed, and, like, everything is awful all around me. But in that case, uh, what helped me, it was that I was... Uh, Finding meaning and purpose for the next hour, for the next five minutes, for the next uh, day. Like, what would I really enjoy doing for the next, uh, like, hour? In the next hour, I would really enjoy playing Battlefield. So, okay, playing Battlefield. That will work. And so the purpose of the next hour is to have fun and to play Battlefield on the PC. Like, okay, I will do that. So I have at the same time goal, I have priority, so my top one priority is to play Battlefield in order to enjoy myself and to enjoy myself is essentially purpose and meaning for the next hour. I hope I have explained the concept of uh, why uh, and uh, how, so setting goals and priorities it would be how, and meaning and purpose it would be why. Both equally important some may be harder than another, but still, it worked for me, these two things. Next point in the improving of mental health, it would be actually physical health. I know, it may sound uh, quite cliche, I suppose, but the thing that mental and physical health go, um, go hand in hand together, that's the thing which I haven't understood for a very long period of time Of course, I didn't understand the concept of mental health as it is uh, at all Because I uh, didn't met the mental health problems before And um, that's why the mental health as it is It was like uh, something new, something strange Like I only accepted physical health, physical problems and so on So essentially somatics and not psychosomatics And uh, the thing is that Physical health has a very great role, plays a very great role in mental well-being, and uh, by that it means healthy diet, for example. Getting like regular exercises, even if these exercises would be just walking down your street to the nearest shop and not taking like, uh, a taxi or going by car. Getting enough sleep, also very important. So, over here, in from my experience, I've understood that for example, when I'm feeling quite okay from the mental side, for example, as it was for the last half year when I was working two jobs, I was uh, quite suffering because of unhealthy diet because I didn't have uh, like regular exercises because I was uh, moving everywhere using taxi and um, I didn't move enough. I wasn't doing I was doing quite repetitive tasks and I wasn't doing something I enjoy and at the same time I wasn't getting even nearly enough amount of, of sleep. So essentially, while my mental health was quite okay, my physical health suffered, and after some time I've understood that I am suffering from the physical problems, and because of the physical problems my mental well-being is also suffering, because I don't have enough sleep, so I become a little bit aggressive, um, I tend to I tend to be more aggressive, I tend uh, to communicate uh, less with other people, like uh, more sarcasm, irony and uh, unhealthy jokes than it's needed, than it is before, uh, than it is usually. So essentially physical health is uh, for me number one thing to improve, because uh, as, as I said before physical and mental health go hand in hand. And of course talking about mental health you cannot skip the point of stress management. So, stress will be in our life for as long as we live, because uh, our world keeps... uh, The globe keeps rotating, we keep running, and uh, the stress in one way or another will be all of the time, whether it is something big like a stockbroker has when he loses a couple of millions, or the simple stress as uh, getting late for the bus to go to your workplace. So that's why stress will be all of the time and it will have impact both on your mental and your physical health. So here what I'm using is essentially relaxation techniques and uh, seeking support when you need it. So talking about relaxation techniques, um, I have talked about that uh, for quite some time ago. That would be meditation, but meditation not in a classic way when you need to cross your legs, to listen for for like audio guide or listening to some peaceful music and like sitting with your eyes closed for me meditation can be for example at the gym when i'm lifting weights i i am uh, turning off the brain and i am simply one on one on one one to one to my thoughts and that's why i suppose it's a meditation because uh, I do not interact with other people, I am doing some physical tasks, uh, some repetitive physical task, which doesn't require lots of attention. And uh, at the same time I am rethinking the questions which were put aside into, uh, in my head for some time. So it gives me relaxation, I, I become calmer because uh, of the simple fact that I am working with uh, my thoughts. And the same thing can be actually approached from the point of uh, seeking support So, for example, the psychotherapist, psychologist, a person who you can talk to The person who will understand and provide some um, relevant information about, uh, let's say, your condition uh, The position in life where you are getting at and so on So, essentially when you are working with the questions in your head, when you are working with the problems, uh, which uh, may be like something big or, or something really ir- irrelevant for other people, as it may seem, but main thing is uh, to work with it. So stress management, stress essentially, for me personally, is uh, the being afraid of uh, something unknown. So it's uh, the number one major stress. And so, if I am uh, working with the, the fact that uh, it will always be something unknown, if I if I simply mm, narrow down the amount of possibilities uh, which can happen, it makes me calmer, it makes me more relaxed. So, that's my stress management, quite important, relaxation techniques. Of course, there are plenty, starting from classic meditation and ending with the journaling, of course, but... In my case, it would be in another point, another point which will be coping with difficult emotions So healthy way of coping with difficult emotions So for example, the same therapy, the same journaling, the same talking to a trusted friend or family member And uh, my way of coping with uh, difficult emotions is uh, journaling Because uh, I really enjoy stationery, I really enjoy fountain pens And uh, I have combined these two to the fact that I need to cope with the emotions in one way or another, so essentially I am writing down my thoughts, I'm writing down what I am feeling, I'm writing down what keeps popping up with my, in my head again and again, and by doing that it actually may not makes all of the problem go away, but it makes me calmer, it makes me more relaxed, and so essentially it's uh, the way of uh, stress management as well, because stress, of course, is uh, hand-in-hand by emotions. And, of course, there are plenty of ways uh, for the same journaling. There are uh, some apps for the journaling, where you can uh, type something down, like, on your laptop, on your phone. Or, uh, like, a classic way of uh, writing things down on paper, it's it simply you have to choose uh, the right one because um, I have tried both things and I personally enjoy it more when I write it down by hand because it makes, uh, it makes the process a little bit more personal And of course I can see the progress uh, in the notebook where I'm writing So how many pages I have uh, written, how many pages um, uh, are, are staying still unfilled And that's the thing with journaling The thing with therapy, the same as before and uh, the thing with uh, talking to a trusted friend, you, can, you simply let another person to have a view to your problems from another point of view you, you are sharing your emotions, you are sharing your thoughts And by doing that you may receive some type of feedback, in most cases you receive some type of feedback And this feedback you know, provides you some relevant or irrelevant information on uh, what should you do on uh, how should you act in some way or another and that makes uh, less stress into your life it reduces stress into, <laughs> in your life it reduces the amount of work you should uh, do with yourself in order to feel like okay especially if you have a similar brain to mine <laughs> in terms uh, of being diagnosed with uh, different kinds of stuff which you prefer not to be diagnosed to, to be honest But anyway, that was the first episode of the year 2023, thank you for joining me, see you next week!